You're listening to SBS News. Lacking flexibility and compassion. That's how Federal Labor MP and Chair of the Select Committee on Workforce Australia Employment Services, Julian Hill, describes the Parent Next scheme. The scheme is aimed at those on a parenting payment who are not in paid employment and have children between the ages of nine months and six years of age. The scheme's stated aim is to prepare parents to enter the workforce and provide more support for a range of social issues affecting workforce participation. But Julian Hill says in its current form, the program is a polarising one. Many people love it, yet many others uh, find it coercive and that the compliance process is re-traumatising. Parents Next, the committee has concluded, is locked into a punitive frame and does too much harm for the good that it also does. Uh, In particular, the onerous participation requirements and a harsh compliance regime with payment cancellations and suspensions, uh, we concluded... Uh, that it needs to go and be replaced with a fully redesigned program to support parents, incentivise participation and remove the punitive aspects. Mr Hill says the scheme was implemented nationally in 2018 by the previous coalition government and evolved from a former program started by the Labor government. Participants are required to engage with an external service provider in order to maintain their Centrelink parent payments. Participants are subject to a demerit point system which incurs financial penalties for any participant that fails to meet their obligations. The majority of those participating in the program are single mothers. Jess says she was forced to participate in the program after moving to a lower socioeconomic area in order to find more affordable housing for her and her child. She says without childcare, she found it incredibly difficult to meet the mutual obligations required by the program. I advised them that I was a single parent. Uh, Her dad was unavailable. I had little to no support. I have major depressive disorder. Because my rent is so high, um, like my rent is 900 a fortnight. When they would say things to me like, oh, you can just put her into daycare, I couldn't imagine how I would be able to afford rent, food, utilities and daycare unless I went back to my corporate job. But I couldn't do that because I couldn't afford the daycare And I didn't want to spend that much time away from my child since I was her only person. Mr Hill says the Parliamentary Committee has made 30 recommendations about changes they would like to see to the current program. He says a fundamental concern is with the design of the program and its compliance regime, which in some cases saw the suspension of the full parenting payment if they had not met their reporting requirements. Mr Hill says this was often unreasonable and should be removed from this cohort of parents entirely. The report also recommends that Services Australia and other public services have more input into decisions affecting people's payments rather than relying on external agencies to make these decisions. But he does not agree with calls by some welfare groups for participation by parents in such programs to be purely voluntary. It's fundamentally unreasonable to require parents caring for very young children to engage in a pre-employment program. Compelling evidence, though, was received that if there are no participation requirements at all, 
that it's many of the most vulnerable parents in our society who would not be engaging. And that brings a high risk of long-term unemployment and poverty later in life. So we think we've struck the right balance with our draft design criteria. Uh, the participation be fully voluntary when the youngest child is under three, uh, with a face-to-face check-in with Services Australia. And then in the years between three and six years old, there'd be minimal requirements simply to attend periodic appointments and uh, meaningfully participate. But that does not include making people report every fortnight or week on stuff in their plan. Kristen O'Connell is a spokeswoman on research, policy and communications with advocacy group the Anti-Poverty Centre. She says parenting is a full-time job in itself and those on parenting payments should be able to voluntarily opt into and out of any mutual obligation requirements. In 2020, there were no mutual obligations and we saw people who had been long-term unemployed say they felt better equipped than ever to look for and find a job because they no longer had job agencies getting in their way. We are spending billions of dollars on a system that harms people, that doesn't get them jobs, and is just a huge waste of time and energy. Voluntary systems that enable people to access the support that they want and need are wonderful, and that's what we're calling on the government to do, to work with unemployed people, to design programs that work for unemployed people. Single parent Jess says practical support would have helped her get back to work earlier if it had been available. Free childcare, money to pay for travelling and the commute and the required wardrobe for whatever job, those would be two things that would help immediately in getting back to work. So I would have to pay for the thing and then they would pay me back in four to six weeks. I don't have that money up front, first of all. And secondly, I certainly don't have it four to six weeks waiting for the rebate. The committee has called for a transition plan to be released by the government by July, outlining changes that can be implemented as soon as possible. Peggy Giacomelos, SBS News.